You're listening to CSB Broadcast, where Community State Bank links you to the communities of southeastern Wisconsin and keeps you connected to the people, businesses, and events happening near you. Hello, everybody. I'm Scott Hudipole, President of Community State Bank, and today we're at Racine County Economic Development Corporation offices in the IMET Center here in Sturdivant with Jenny Trick, the Executive Director. Welcome, Jenny. Thank you, Scott. Great to have you. Thanks for taking a few minutes today. My pleasure. Hey, um, over the the last couple years, I've been in the area for about four and a half years, and I could feel kind of the 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 build of good things happening to what I refer to as southeast southeast Wisconsin, kind of below Milwaukee, Racine, Kenosha County, and those areas. Uh, so you already started feeling it over the past, you know, two or three years, and some of the really neat things happening. And um, just like that, in October of last year, a huge, huge thing happened with Foxconn making their announcement of picking uh, Racine County and, and Mount Pleasant as their um, as their their place to build their huge plant in the in the future here starting soon so could you kind of summarize the project and and give people an idea of what it is and how big this thing is sure so the project is a large project it and it, it began really it's funny your comment of and just like that in october um, but just like that built really from about march of last year where we were contacted by a site selector that was working with the company and um, needed to do a land search for this project, and the land search began much smaller than what it ended. Started in the two to four hundred acre range, and it actually grew to north of a thousand and and beyond. Why why is that? You know, they were working um, a couple of different projects, okay. and the different projects were actually requiring different land scale. Okay, and uh, they were working with a number of states, multiple states, I believe five, if my memory serves me correct, that they were looking at for a variety of different projects that they were evaluating, and so thus the scale. And so in Racine County, we are fortunate that we had some good land sites. Uh, We submitted two, and uh, both of those sites were feasible, um, but the one site uh, in Mount Pleasant came out to be the preferred site. But for some time, we were in competition with Rock County as well as Kenosha County, who we typically are competing Mm -hmm, with on projects. And ultimately, the Mount Pleasant site was the preferred one. It had the ability to not only accommodate the manufacturing campus, which is estimated at 22 million square feet, um, but it also accommodated other development in the area to support uh, supplier companies, as well as other ancillary development to support the overall campus. So in total, the tax increment district is about 4,000 acres and maybe about 3,000 acres or so are Foxconn specific and then the 1,000 you know, north of Highway 11 roughly um, are not Foxconn specific. Uh, and the, the community and all of the advisors that they engaged built that tax increment district in the most conservative way that they could to make sure that you know the the financial resources were ample to be able to support the public infrastructure that was required to make this development happen okay so a lot of background work uh, was underway with the different consultants that were engaged i think at one time 
the group exceeded 75 wow. when you were to include the village leadership and county leadership that was involved along with each respective financial advisors, engineers, legal counsel, and so on. And so a lot of work um, from March or so to the point where a site announcement occurred in October. And the scale of the project uh, is significant. The complexity of the project is equal. Hmm. And, um, but it's been a very interesting journey for all of the leadership that's been involved in the project. It's been huge. I know it's, it's been a big part of your life the yes. last uh, year, year and a half. Yes, it has. Sure. We were chosen. You, you talked about having the land available to us and the proximity, kind of our location. Why do you think Wisconsin in general was chosen? The company has said on more occasions than not that it was really the people. Okay. And I think when you speak about the people, you speak about the leadership. Uh, at the state level, mm -hmm. as well as at the, the county and uh, local level that the company had a chance to work with. But more importantly than that, because that's important on the front end and throughout, but it's the workforce, mm -hmm. the people that are actually here. They looked at the history of the state in its manufacturing um, background and the number, the concentration of employees that were in manufacturing, the work ethic of the area as well as just the density of the workforce itself within the I-94 corridor. So they realized they were coming into a market where there was already pretty good employment numbers. Mm -hmm. um, one could argue you're at full employment when you get to the uh, amount of unemployment that we're experiencing right now. But the density of the labor shed area in this area is, is notable. And that was something that they looked at. But they also realized that they're going to be a magnet. They're not um, a company that goes unnoticed. Mm -hmm. And so they're, they are very wise in the way that they are interfacing with the universities, uh, with the different labor markets, to inform them of the company and the opportunities that they present in Racine County. Okay, because a lot of people will, will listen to this and say, okay, the workforce, available workforce, and say, as you said, you know, we're probably close to full, on, uh, full employment at this point in time. Um, where do you see them coming from? Yeah, so I mean, workforce is really on everybody's top of mind. It was before this situation, sure. and it certainly is now. And so to the credit of the county leadership, they are working with their workforce uh, center to evaluate what, what services are provided now, what services need to be provided in the future. Because although the unemployment numbers show a certain number, they don't show the full picture. As we all know that there's a number of um, residents within Racine County that have just left the job market altogether because the unemployment rate only shows those that are actively looking for work. Mm -hmm. So there's a good number that are not counted within that. So the Workforce Center is evaluating its services, adding new services um, to probably to try to get some folks on the field, if you will, to begin to look for work, actively look for work. Mm -hmm. It may not be directly at Foxconn because frankly, there's a number of employers that are looking for uh, folks now. Sure. And um, the the level of expectations that we hear from work uh, from employers is, is really attendance, um, soft skills. Mm -hmm. um, they'll train folks, but if we can just get folks to have a better um, attendance record sure. and have the kind of soft skills that they're needing to be an accomplished employee. That's what employers are looking for. So it's given that opportunity to our existing residents is the, the county executive's first and foremost position, 
But even in that, the numbers don't work. Mm -hmm. So we know that we have to look to an external audience. So WEDC, the Wisconsin Economic Development Corporation, is already starting that campaign now where they're looking outside of the Wisconsin market, looking to the Chicagoland area, given its connection by Amtrak or even just proximity, and then looking to veterans, as well as looking to alumni that have been in Wisconsin and maybe want to return. Mm -hmm. And so we'd like to jump on that campaign, um, but we're looking at it with a little bit more um, direct contact, and we're still evaluating what does that look like. Um, as you can imagine, the type of intimate touch that's going to be required to have real impact and measurable outcomes is going to be um, labor-intensive, costly. Sure. So it's a matter of what kind of resources are available to accomplish that. Does that make sense at a county level? Does that make sense at a regional level? Mm -hmm. So those discussions are well underway, and the county executive has a perspective to start rolling that out yet this summer okay. to have those discussions with our um, our local employers. Great. Let's go back a year, year ago now, when uh, you, you first got the, uh, the request. Uh, and fast forward to today, what's been your biggest challenge during this whole process up to this point? Um, I would say just the time that's required for these matters. Not only this transaction, but everything else just keeps going. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we serve all of the county, and so the different communities that we continue to serve still have projects that are important to them that need our assistance and mm -hmm. that have deadlines. That's hard. That is really hard to make your days a little longer and your weekends a little shorter, uh, as well as managing the organization, mm -hmm. you know, because there's there's people here that need direction and sure. coaching and support, as well as an organization that, you know, I think it was in August or so, I want to say of 2017, we finalized the update to the economic development plan. So you, Scott, as a board of directors, will remember the different work plans that we have outlined. Mm -hmm. Well, those are already on underway. Now here comes this huge variable that nobody accounted for. What do you do with your day? Mm -hmm. How do you deal with a finite staff of people sure. um, and a workload that has increased substantially, um, but your budget hasn't? Mm -hmm. So it's a challenge. And it's um, thankfully, we've got some fantastic staff here that are able to spread themselves across the board and meet the needs. But I would say the time factor, the requirements, um, and, and as well as, frankly, what this project means for the community really requires some deep strategic thinking and not something that you typically want to risk doing quickly. Sure. And so... A lot at stake. Exactly. Mm -hmm. How do you accomplish that, but in, a, in an urgent state? Mm -hmm. um, and so, like I said, fortunately, we have some fantastic people, not only in the staff, but our leadership that we can turn to, um, our board of directors that we can turn to and say, what do we do with this? And mm -hmm. do we have to stop doing something and continue on this? And, and that was the conversation, actually, that we had at our last executive committee is, really challenging us as leaders in this organization to evaluate what has to be done versus what is nice to be done. Sure, sure. Yeah, and try to keep, which is impossible to do, try to keep everybody happy and um, correct. And during that whole process. So you look forward over the next year, two years, three years, 
What, what do you think, what do you see as your biggest challenge during that period of time? Or is it the same thing? I'd say it's the same. I'd say also it's just meeting and exceeding people's expectations. Everybody has a different expectation as to mm-hmm. what this means. Um, and some of it is not entirely supportive of change. Mm-hmm. But the expectation of this will be, you know, there'll be greater um, workforce opportunities for our residents. There'll be greater supplier opportunities for some of our employers. There'll be greater development opportunities. So everybody has a different expectation and and want our attention. Mm -hmm. So it comes back to the time factor. So it'll it'll be an interesting couple of years. And then, of course, if we can all get through the road construction challenges. I think is the next nightmare that we'll all be facing. There'll be a lot of that, won't mm-hmm. there? Why why is this important to to Racine County? And and I look at you know west of the eye, east of the eye. Why why is it important? On a very basic level, it's it's tax base. Mm-hmm. It's tax base and jobs. And again, Scott, given the fact that you're on our board, you know our mission is really driven by those two things. Racine County has been uh, a number of times kind of in that second place position. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenosha County, because of their proximity to Illinois, they have received an abundance of um, um, successes coming out of the Illinois market. And we've received a few of those, but not quite as many as we'd prefer. And Milwaukee County and Waukesha County have received you know, a good amount of development too. So Racine County has really fought hard um, to to obtain the successes that it has, and fortunately has a number of legacy companies here that we've been able to participate with their expansions. But from a recruitment perspective, there's been a lot of opportunities that we wished would have gone our way. Um, mm-hmm. And so this is very important to the county, again, from the very basics of the tax base and jobs, but it also serves as a magnet for other development, not just directly with industrial, but just think about what's going to be required from a residential development, as well as from a commercial and service, mm-hmm. uh, just to support all that this will be in yeah. the coming years. And, and we're already seeing that, I mean, we from are. the residential development and everything mm-hmm. else where four years ago, I mean, virtually nothing was happening in Racine County from the standpoint of, of buildings and different things like that and house development, you know, coming out of the recession and boy, it's heating up again fast. It is, and uh, our next challenge with that is working with our municipalities to understand what does today's residential market look like. Mm -hmm. It may not entirely be single-family homes on half-acre parcels, Um, so there's just um, an education of expectations, again, of what does the market look like and how do you put in necessary constraints to make sure that that looks good for the next 20 years. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out in the coming years. Let's go out there on my my final question. Let's go out there a little ways. Let's go out ten years from now. And what is what does Racine County look like? It's going to look different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the I ninety four corridor, which is where you know most of the say ninety percent of the development interest is placed within that I ninety four corridor for a variety of reasons. The transportation that it offers as well as the labor shed area. So I think that area is going to be of great importance. Um, And, you know, 
from our perspective, now granted our bias is toward development, our perspective is we want to make that as development rich as possible because this size project is going to demand development and we certainly want to give them every reason to develop in Racine County, but we also know that our neighboring counties are welcoming it already. And so um, I hope that Racine County looks different in the I-94 corridor and beyond. Um, and to that point, I'm, I'm really pleased with the work that our communities, both to the east and the west, are undertaking to prepare for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burlington, fortunately, already started working on their expansion of their business park uh, a year or so ago. Union Grove um, has been working with a developer in their immediate downtown area for some multifamily development as well as lands to their east um, for development. City of Racine is um, working diligently to try to um, look for development and redevelopment opportunities. So across the board, our communities um, fortunately are, and from our, again, from our perspective, are all standing up saying, we want to be part of this change. Mm-hmm. How do we do it and what does that look like in our community? And so to that end, one of the questions that we keep getting asked from our municipal leaders is, what does this mean to fill in the blank community? How can I participate in this? And so we've engaged with the assistance of Racine County a multidisciplinary consultant team that includes a land planner, financial advisor, municipal financial advisor, um, a developer, a market assessment, and an engineer that will be able to assist our communities to say, okay, in review of your comp plans, let's just take a look at where residential development makes the most sense, where public infrastructure already exists, so you're not inviting sprawl, but rather take advantage of where the public infrastructure is and designate those areas as development zones that have a priority so that when developers call, because they already are, and they're asking, where does residential make the most sense in Caledonia or Raymond or Union Grove, for instance, we can then have a tool that says, this is where the community is expressing where residential development is preferred or commercial or industrial and so on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and from Community State Bank side, you know, with having uh, coverage on both sides of the interstate, I truly believe that this is going to reach far into our western into west, western markets also. As you said, you know, Burlington and every place else. Um, just, you know, with school districts and everything else, uh, the growth, I just, I just anticipate it's going to happen. It's going to happen pretty rapidly. Yeah, and to that point, um, we have been reached by a couple of school districts that have said, how do I prepare for this? Sure. Because the questions that are coming to us are, challenging for us to answer with limited information and we also again realize that whatever answers we provide have consequences but the questions that are being asked is well what kind of residential development are we anticipating so that they can start doing their public planning um, as it relates to do they need an expansion in some years going forward and so again the the question about what does this look like that multidisciplinary team is going to try to address education medical public facilities private development and so on to to provide that planning tool to our partners. Mm-hmm. Well, Jenny, I, um, as you said, I'm on your board. I've enjoyed that a great deal. I've been super impressed by you and your team of what you've done the last 12 months. I can't imagine uh, the amount of stress 
in the amount of work that you've had to put in behind the scenes and to deal with. And uh, I just want to personally thank you for, for what you've done. Racine County, you know, again, having only been here for the last four or four and a half years, you know, Racine County has really gone from, um, you know, one of the highest, usually the highest unemployment rate. City uh, of Racine. City of Racine, right, right. And um, uh, which has an impact on the mm-hmm. county. Mm-hmm. and. And, and to have all this stuff going on, all these things happen, we have an opportunity now to completely reverse that. And uh, that's exciting to me as a, as a citizen, as a banker, as a community leader. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens over the next few years to see what's going on. But again, thank you for what you've done. I know it's been countless hours, uh, lots of time spent on this. And you've done a terrific job. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate right. it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to CSB Broadcasts. For more information on Community State Bank, please visit us online at communitystatebank.net. Community State Bank is member FDIC and an equal housing lender.